Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And this week we're talking about... Planet Hulk. Because the Thor movie sort of touches on Planet Hulk stuff in a weird adaptive way that I think works. Much more than if they tried to adapt the actual like Planet Hulk storyline. Oh, for sure. And, uh... Do we just want to give, like, one sentence summaries of how we feel about Thor Ragnarok? Or bonus content. Yeah, but I mean, in this full episode, so then people are thirsty for our Boko. Ooh, yeah, some thirst. Some Boko thirst. Uh, I really liked it. It was really good. Very well done. The tone was exactly what the trailers promised, and by far the best in the Thor series. I would also agree with that. I did have some issues, but I'm going to watch it again and see if those go away, because most of them were just weird. Luke has been reading mythology since he was like eight years old, and also is like a big canon person. Some of the choices they made here were weird, but overall I enjoyed it, and it's definitely up there with my favorite Marvel movies. Goldblum was peak Goldblum. Oh god, yeah, and Kate Blanchett? Very good. They did, my only thing with the Cape Blanchett thing was I really liked some of the imagery that they used in the trailers, which never really seemed to actually appear in the movie. But I also liked that because I was like, oh, I'm l- waiting for this scene to happen, and it doesn't happen. And so, like, I thought that was cool. That's fine, but I still wanted more of that because it was mostly just how they made her look scary in the trailers. Because they had, like, the shadows kind of, like, cast over her face, so her it was more like she just had, like, glowing eyes. Like, in darkness, that I really liked. Mm. And that never really came forward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's questions, but we can save that for bonus content. But, uh, yeah, we're covering What If Planet Hulk. And, Juno, let, let's quickly go over it. So, Bruce Banner normally gets tricked by the Illuminati, who are the people who thought they were the smartest guys in the room, into getting into a rocket because they wanted to get rid of the Hulk forever, and he was supposed to go to a peaceful planet. But then instead... In reality, they really just needed to get rid of him for Civil War. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like they did with uh, Avengers 2. But instead, he got lost along the way. Now he's the love-matic grandpa, the wasocratic grandpa. He'll fill our hearts with love. Thank you, Luke, for that Simpsons reference. Mm-hmm. I had the uh, album that that was on, so I've listened to that song more times than I've actually seen that episode. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Hulk ends up crash-landing on Sakaar, a brutal planet where he was forced to fight as a gladiator. And as he continued to fight, it turned out that he was sort of a destined savior. He ended up overthrowing the brutal uh, dictatorship and ended up hooking up with Kyra, who was initially an enemy. And then she's like, oh, yeah, nope, you're the chosen one. So we're in love. One of his allies, Meek, thought he was going soft, so he blew up the ship, which ended up killing his pregnant wife, Kyra. Hulk thought the Illuminati was behind this, returned to Earth for his revenge, 
and eventually he just stopped doing it and there's a journey into misery episode that summarizes all of this more so we don't have to but that's the basic gist you gotta know mm-hmm like he stomps those illuminati good mm-hmm well there's a lot of weird stuff that like even i feel that animated adaptation had issues dealing with which parts I actually really like that animated version. Yeah, I mean, they had to replace uh, Silver Surfer with Beta Ray Bill. But, yeah. Uh, like, the way that the whole Spike stuff works out and some of the interdependent relationships with the other gladiators. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how great was it that we now have, like, two different versions of Korg the Rockman in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Good. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't necessarily Korg the last time. No, but, I mean, it was the exact... It was pretty much the same design. They just did a much better one, and Taika Waititi did a very good job as Korg. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because... Well, that's because, I mean, he's actually... Those... The Korgs are actually in, um... The first appearance of Thor. Yeah. I, I'm aware so of that. So, in the other Thor, was more of a throwback to that issue. And the correct term is Cronan... Yeah. Whatever, Luke. <laughs> um, but yeah, unlike most of the what ifs that happen, uh, this what if was written by Greg Pak, who also wrote the original comic and the prose adaptation of Planet Hulk, which is pretty cool. Too true. I like Greg Pak's run. Mm-hmm. I. Th- I think every time they reapproached Planet Hulk, it got worse and worse. Like with Scar or his son. Scar? Son of Hulk? That series that no one really needed? Yeah, where he. And he just kept coming back. Yeah. And then he ended up in the adaptation version? Or he he ended up in the animated uh, Hulk cartoon? Oh, yeah, he did. He was actually okay on that. I think they could do a better version, but it was always... Like, the end of Planet Hulk gives me some pause because it is sort of just killing the woman to inspire the man. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's more than that, but... It's more than that. Yeah, I mean, Kyer is developed as an actual character, so it works a bit more, but... Uh, huh, I didn't know that uh, Scar first showed up in World War Hulk. But then the part where it's like, oh, Kyra survived long enough to give birth to her son. That's that's a weird one. Oh yeah, that part was stupid. And now he goes by Santos. I, I opened up the Wikipedia page to figure out what happened, because there's that really weird Doc Green run of the Hulk where he just tried to depower everybody. Yeah. That's because there are too many Hulks. Too many Hulks can spoil the pot. Uh, anyways. So the uh, first one, and here's another weird thing. Uh, like, the stories on the main page were misordered. Because it was like, oh, what if Hulk died and Kyra lived was listed as the first one, but it's actually the second story. Oh, that's weird. Thanks, editorial staff. Oh, and all the stories here were 
lettered by VCs Joe Karamanga. But the uh, first story takes place on Earth 2713, and it's What If Hulk Landed on a Peaceful Planet, with pencils by Rafa Sandoval, inks by Gary Erskine, and Guru Effects on the colors. And so, in this universe, Hulk ends up destroying the ship, but he doesn't set it off course, and so he lands on the planet he was supposed to, and quickly finds that he's stuck on it. He then learns to enjoy a peaceful lifestyle, living on vegetation and cohabiting with the like creatures on the planet, including the weird brown and white lizardy things. Like, did you think they were lizards or more mammals or? I kind of thought they were like a mix of both. Lammals. They were kind of like rats. They kind of look like salacious crumb. Except cuter. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess... Uh, what was Salacious Crumb again? I, I know who Salacious Crumb was, but the pointless... Oh, the Kawakian Monkey Lizard. Yeah, that, that would describe him. Uh, anyways, uh, eventually... Bruce Banner wakes back up in control of his body and he tries to establish some semblance of a lab so he can work on escaping. But when he tries to kill one of the creatures and eat it, he hulks out and destroys Banner's lab. When he wakes back up as Banner again, he tries to kill himself by catapulting himself into a mountain, but the Hulk survives. And that's a pretty good bit. Oh yeah. So Hulk decides to try and maroon Banner on an island. So Banner ends up taking a boat off of that island so the next time he changes back into the Hulk he finds out that Banner has done the classic sitcom trope and divided the world into two sides his and the Hulk's cute do you think Abe Lincoln could help this situation no not even if they're he... not a house look but what if he tries the churros You're right, Luke. Uh, so Banner spends his time domesticating some of the weird, like, cow-type aliens. And the weird lizard creatures quickly learn that Banner will respect the Hulk's arrangement. So they'll, like, run onto the Hulk's side and Banner is unable to follow. And he eventually develops a radio, but when he wakes up, he finds the radio is destroyed. And I gotta give that dude credit for... Like, making a fully functional radio on this planet. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's not even one of those crystal radios. He, like, made a motherboard and everything. So, because he's upset about the Hulk destroying his radio, he crosses into the Hulk's territory because he believes that the Hulk destroyed it and wants revenge, so he's going to kill some of the creatures. But he gets attacked by some giant winged insect bugs, and as he runs away, he ends up finding this massive statue of the Hulk that the Hulk made, and that scares him off. And he finds that in this sort of cratery area, the Hulk has this garden where all the lizard creatures are living, and it's surrounded by Hulk statues, and the Hulk even has a throne here. And Banner sees that the Hulk is actually caring about these lizard guys, which is a nice thing. Good for Hulk. And eventually, centuries pass, and the lizard things evolve into more humanoid forms, and they see the Hulk as a god. Banner ends up staying on the planet in the Hulk form, 
and the Hulk is still there to protect them from dangers on the island. It, it's a weird ending. It was. Like, I, I guess Bruce would have resigned himself to that, but... I don't know, the continuity part of me is still like, so nobody would have gone to look after him or anything? Like, nobody would have checked to make sure the planet's still intact? Okay, that's... Nope. I guess that's fine. We, like, cut over to outside of the crater and we just see hundreds of downed Quinjets that had tried to go to the planet, and Hulk has destroyed them all. Uh, up next we have Earth-7121, which is, what if the Hulk died and Kyra lived? which was illustrated by Leonard Kirk, with colors by Moose Bowman. And in this universe, when the ship was ready to explode, Hulk ended up throwing Kyra into the air, which saved her while he died, which... That's... That doesn't make sense, right, Devin? Oh, no, not at all. Like, he's the damn Hulk. And so Meek, who was the gladiator who had actually set up the bomb tries to find the Hulk, refusing to believe that he uh, died, and he ends up dying in the fire himself. Kyra, meanwhile, is filled with grief, so she uses her power as the Old Strong, which means that she, like, draws powers from the planet, and she draws up all the life energy from the planet and decides to get some revenge. Back on Earth, Iron Man gets a notification about a ship approaching the moon, and then we see this massive chunk get blasted off of it, because at the time... The moon was the home of the Inhumans. When Kyra's ship uh, comes closer, she's able to intercept the television signals, and she promises to kill everybody for killing her world and the Hulk. And as the ship comes even closer, Doctor Strange and the Sentry come to greet it, only to see that she has a slave collar on Black Bolt, and she forces him to speak, which kills both of them. I kind of wish that would have happened to the Sentry in real comics. Everyone wishes that would happen to the Sentry in real comics. Or I wish that he had stayed Age of the Century Century. Where he just has fun and groovy adventures. No, he should just be dead. Aww. Don't at me, Luke. We're literally having a conversation right now. I don't care, Luke. So, Kyar moves to destroy the Fantastic Four and Iron Man next, and then is also able to bring down the Avengers as she decides that she's going to destroy the rest of the planet as well. One of her priests tells her to stop, as she's killed everybody who is behind the attack, and she's reminded that they'll need survivors to honor the Hulk. And so 21 years in the future, we see the surviving heroes have been enslaved to make a massive statue of the Hulk, and she looks on with her son Scar, as she takes her place sitting on the statue, I guess, until she dies or something? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, this was All also right, the here's first where continuity didn't make sense for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Based off the size of that statue, it would not take 21 years for Earth superheroes to make that. She didn't let him use technology. And she inhibited their powers. See, I wouldn't say that she would have inhibited the powers. Because they, the sl- they got the collars on. Yeah, but I think she would have made them work as slaves without powers. I'm just saying you could have easily made that in like a week. Yeah, but that's not the point of it. The point is to make them pay and suffer. And remember that Hulk was strongest there is. 
fine. <laughs> I like your salty resignation, Devin. And then the last one is Earth 1237, which is what if Bruce Banner had landed on Sakaar instead of the Hulk, which was illustrated by Fred Hembeck with colors by Soto Colors J. Brown. And so when the Hulk hears that the planet that he's landing on is the one that he was supposed to come to in peace, he reverts back to Banner and settles down, but then he immediately gets killed by the aliens on the planet. And Reed comes in realizing his mistake, and he gets killed, and then, like, more and more heroes come and get killed while they fail to save Bruce. Which, it's it's a one-shot, it's a Fred Himbeck comic, so... You sort of know what you're getting. Uh-huh. And... You want to do questions first, or ranking on the trials of the multiverse? Rankings. Okay. So it's time for trials of the multiverse, our list of every universe... Uh, currently at 481, with that bottom one being the Spidey Baby universe. So, uh, number one, or so the first one we're covering is, what if Hulk landed on a peaceful planet? Uh, how do you feel about the story overall? It was okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't actively bad or anything, but it was just sort of a story. I will forget about it by next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we went into a lot more depth than the Wikipedia pages and even the uh, Marvel Wikia pages have for it. Um, how do you feel about it compared to... I'm looking down in the 300s. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Marvel Knights 2099, which was very similarly forgettable? I don't remember Marvel Knights 2099, so better? Uh, President Tony Stark from the Exiles. I like President Tony Stark more. Okay, so our new number 295 is Hulk landed on the right planet. And after that we have Earth 7121, which is what if Hulk lived, and, or what if Hulk died and Kyra lived. And this one had some good moments in it, so it's definitely going to be higher, but it, it's still, like, a very forgettable story. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to the Storm in Norman? I like it more. I like that Black Bolt scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Deadpool Wade Wilson joined the New Mutants? More than that. Uh, Guietro slash the Age of Apocalypse sequel. More than that. Impossible Man took over the Earth. I don't think it's as good as Not that Not as good as that. Because that one had many, many good gags in it. So, World War Kyra is... Our new number 172, or 7121. And then the last one we got is the Earth 1237. We've, we've had much, much worse single-page gags before. Oh, for sure. So, uh, does it go higher than the uh, Peaceful Planet? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to you went to the movies and had to sit behind a leader? Leader's better. 
Phoenix Frost. Better than Phoenix Frost. Okay, so our new number 247 is Earth 1237. Everyone dies on Sakaar. And now that brings us to the question segment. So, opening up my Twitter app. Open it up right now. And then after this, I'm going to get some leftover barbecue. Okay, so this week, we got a question in from The Beverage, a.k.a. Tucker, with Flash again, who wants to know if you could shoot a comic character into space, either to get rid of them or send them on a space adventure, who would it be and why? We only got one question this week, so I figure we can probably answer one of each for each. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd just like to get the fuck away, or I'd like to get rid of Sentry by sending him into space. Well, now I gotta think of a new answer. I know. Bunch of Rob Reynolds, send him to the moon. Who do I want to get sent to the moon? Let's see how angry this list makes me of the worst slash weakest characters I'm... They've got Daredevil on this fucking list as number one. And Dazzler? Ah, this list is written by an idiot. This list is written by a person who is bad at comics. How do... How can you want to get rid of Birdbrain? Or... Uh, 3D Man's... Dick Butt isn't a canonical Marvel That's an awful list. That person should feel bad about themselves. Did I vamp for enough time for you? No. And it's also copied onto kick-ass facts? No. No. Ugh. So they not only copied a bad list of Marvel characters, but they... Oh, wait, yeah, I got it. Mm, okay, Red Hulk. You got? Oh, yeah, I guess you really don't like Red Hulk. But I don't want it to be like that Planet Hulk where he comes back. Yeah, that was too short. Like, I get that it was an homage and stuff, but... Send Red Hulk to the moon. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, they literally just copied that image gallery, changed the images, and reposted it as a clickbait list. That's awful. I don't know. I, Did I you guess click it, Luke? Oh, ooh, you know who else I'd want to send to the moon? Dakin. Oh, yeah, let's get rid of Dakin. Yep. Would you read a series where it's Dakin the Sentry and Red Hulk who have to survive on an alien planet? No. Good. Um, and then I guess who would you want to send on a fun cosmic adventure? I think Craven could be interesting, considering like the current path that his character arc has gone. That would to be cool, girl. Mm-hmm. Where he's immortal, and so he's just trying to hunt other hunters now, or like the biggest game he can find. 
yeah. Alien Hunting Craven would be good. Um, or Dazzler Survival Series. Like Space Dazzler. I think Doc Strange would be a fun space series. That could be cool. Like, he can't directly connect into some of the uh, other sources of his powers because they're, yeah. like, tied into the location of the Earth. I he could maybe that. find uh, new magic on other planets. Mm-hmm. I think that would sort of fit into the, like, arc that they've been uh, going with for right now. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, that wraps us up for this week. Devin, do you know what we're doing next week? Oh, is it Justice League? Uh, nope. Punisher. Punisher. Born. What if it was Punisher Borns? Like the band? That'd be cool, I guess. Are you not a fan of that band? I mean, I don't know. I only listen to a couple of their songs I've heard on the radio. Hmm. Here, we'll put it this way. If they're do- I want to make sure they're doing the song I think of. Yeah, there's o- that is that band. There's only one true electric, electric love. love. And it's a fucking song about the love between a man and an elephant. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so we'll be back next week for Punisher Born as we uh, get you ready for Punisher stuff. Unless we, like, tackle something else because I'm quickly realizing that this whole universe ended up uh, expanding, though it's one that specifically got killed. Let's see. No, we're just doing Punisher Born. Or or another yeah no this this whole universe ties into like the entire Punisher Max line so we'll we'll find a Punisher series that we can cover in a single episode. Uh, until then, uh, Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Fredofet. That's F R E D D O F E T T. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G or at LukeHair.com. Uh, Multiverse of Q is a weekly podcast. We are listener-supported. Chipping in money helps us to uh, basically cover the cost of doing this and makes us more uh, willing to do it. Uh, It also helps to support our other podcast, Exiled, which is wrapping up its first season this month. And then it will be starting on season two, which I'm very excited for. Are you, Devin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that sort of wraps us up for this week. Uh, you can find more about us at multiverseoq.com, and you can see image galleries. I'll be working on getting some of those up today because I fell behind. Uh, until then, this one's for Hank. <laughs>